damn, let's talk some shit. Howdy, everyone. It's Polly Siegel and Victoria Aaron, two licensed therapists who've spent way too much money on degrees, certifications, and trainings. Mm. We both love what we do and couldn't imagine working in any other profession. But we're forced to be serious all the time, and that gets boring. Shit Talking Shrinks discusses important mental health topics, the human experience, and society at large, while poking fun along the way. It won't be all fun and games because after every episode, you'll walk away with tangible tools to navigate life more effectively. We love a tangible tool. Episode one, mental health and humor. Ooh, we. The reason we chose this to be our first episode is this entire podcast premise is being able to talk about the heavy things that life brings us, but being able to have humor and use humor as a way for healing. A hundred percent. I mean, I think we were taught right in school about how serious this work is. And this work is serious. Don't get me wrong. Like a lot's on the line. But if I wasn't humorous in my work and if I didn't bring laughter into the room and if I wasn't able to talk to fellow clinicians and laugh about shit, I would be fucking depressed all the time because what we do is heavy. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I see six clients back to back. I'm able to, or I attempt to hold all of the pain and suffering that's shared in those sessions. And if I don't fuck around outside of session or at least make myself laugh, I don't know the type of human that I would be in the world. A terrible, depressed, really unhappy human (laughs) who hated what they did. I mean, I know people like that in the field who are just miserable fucks. I'm not interested in that. Want to be happy. Have you ever gone to the post office before? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you like get to the front and you're like super stoked to send this package and they literally look like they would rather find a cliff and jump off of it. Yeah. A hundred percent. There are people like that in our field that are post office workers. And I actually wonder to myself, like how much humor and fun and laughter are you bringing into your life? Because it's an active practice. You have to intentionally step into comedy. Yes. I mean, I think for us, it's so part of our DNA. But I think, you know, like for clinicians that are listening who are struggling, that idea of intentionally being funny and humorous is really, really important. You're going to give us some resources, aren't you? Give us some research. Oh, baby, I'm going to give you resources. She brings the research. I'm going to bring the, I'm going to go nice and deep on those resources. Yeah, thank you. What I think we want to highlight here is that humor has a powerful effect. It has a cellular effect for humans. And it's not only physical, but it's the mental health piece that humor allows for us to move through things with more ease. It's the best medicine. I mean, that's an age old saying. And I think what it does is it helps us move through anxiety. It helps us move through depression trauma and stressors that we encounter. And it allows us to tap into this inner resiliency and soften the psychological toll that life creates, the adversity that we all have to face. I just want us to, as a society, really start to embrace humor in a way where it allows us to be a tool for healing. I mean, I think too, right? Like in our culture today, it's really hard. There's a lot of topics that we can't cover. There's a lot of things we're not supposed to laugh about. But like even in our own private conversations and conversations we have with our friends, like those are the best times, right? When we laugh about the shit that we're not supposed to, when we make fun of the stuff that's 
taboo or you're not supposed to laugh at that. It's like, but we have to because life in a lot of ways is suffering and I don't want to suffer all the time. I refuse. And I would also add to that, that the topics in which society tells us not to laugh about, who the fuck created that script? I'm asking us or encouraging us to question what we're told we're allowed to laugh about and what we're told is inappropriate to laugh about. And if we're told it's inappropriate to laugh about it, that creates shame. And that creates these unpleasant emotions that we then feel bad about. But in fact, what if laughing about some of the hardest shit we've gone through is the answer? I think it is. I mean, I I reflect on my own life, right? So like being somebody who's been in recovery for 10 years, going to meetings, somebody who's really involved in the recovery community, you walk into a lot of these rooms, people are talking about the most fucked up shit ever and we're all laughing about it. And I don't think that's like a denial of the pain. I think it's actually like, number one, some of the shit is really funny. And then another way is like, we're using it as medicine. We're using what what you talked about in your research. It's like, this works. It drops our cortisol levels, right? So we're not as stressed. It allows for us to connect to each other. It boosts our immune system, right? (laughs) It keeps us from getting sick. But seriously, like it triggers endorphins feel-good chemicals that relieve pain, right? We're burning calories. Yeah, I actually read that if you laugh for like 15 minutes, you burn 40 calories. Oh, fuck. Which I don't know who laughs for a straight 15 minutes. People that listen to our podcast. Yeah, people that listen to our podcast might laugh for a straight 15 minutes. (laughs) All right, so wait, me first. Yeah, sure. I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Okay, so what about like with your clients? Like, do you help them to like laugh about like how do you introduce humor into your sessions? I mean, I can't speak for my clients, but I think they find me funny. And I so it's you being funny, just you being you, but you're not like, you're not intentionally like, let's make the client laugh at a shitty situation. Well, no, but I think I'm bringing my natural sense of humor to the work that I do. But I also encourage a client to find the humor in the situation, right? Like naturally the brain has negativity bias. It's always going to find the negative, heavy things that are happening. It's wired 500,000 years of evolution. So we have to pause and go, wait a second, brain, can you find the humor in this? What's funny about this? What's silly about this? What could you laugh about in this situation? And I will say that to clients. I'll be like, I know that this was a really, really hard week. And I know that it's created so much pain and struggle. But is there something that you could joke about in this? Oh, I like that. What might be slightly funny, even if it's like a little bit funny? Could we laugh about that together? Oh, I love that tool. I just make fun of them. You just make fun of your clients? Yeah. Like to their face or behind their back? No, to their face. What's the response? Do they always say, you know, what's so funny is Victoria can never get a repeat client. And we wonder why. <laughs> it's because she's just fucking abusing people in session. It came out, folks. We all know the reason now. I mean, listen, you know, I'm a crisis interventionist. So we just go with the moment and then they go on their way. They live their lives and they stay with Polly and she sees six back to back clients every day. And that sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so there's two types of humor that researchers have found to be the most helpful in supporting our mental health. Tell me them. Do you want to hear about it? I want to hear. How badly do you want to hear about it? Really bad. Really bad? (laughs) The two types of humor that support our mental health. Okay, it's called self-enhancing humor, which means we laugh at ourselves and we laugh at life's absurdities. I one time was having a shitty, shitty day. I don't even remember what was going on. It was just some fuck shit. It was fucked shit. Like my brain was dark. I just couldn't get out of my own self-deprecation. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to clean my car. Okay, like I'm going to go to the car wash. Maybe if I have a clean car, that will help lighten my mood. That's funny. (laughs) Right? I mean, if anyone knows me, I have OCD. We could probably talk about that in later episodes. So cleaning has a big therapeutic benefit for me. So I was like, I'm going to get my car washed. I'm going to admit this, but I have never been to a car wash before. What? I just never went to a car wash. I think my dad used to do it for me. Okay. That's insane. Right. It's so okay. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the car wash. This was probably two years ago. So oh, we're in COVID. We're in the pandy. We're in the pandy. So I go. I'm like, this is going to make me feel better. All right. I'm going to just shift the energy. So you know in a car wash how you're supposed to allow your car to lock into the tracks and then the tracks take the car through the wash? Yeah, I only get hand car washes, but I know what you're talking about. Well, I didn't realize that you were supposed to put the car in the track. Oh, shit. So I drove through the car wash. (laughs) Okay. And there was a Hispanic man screaming at the top of his lungs behind me saying, what the fuck are you doing? Stop the car. Stop the car. And I'm like in there and I'm like, why is this man yelling at me? And I could see him in the rearview mirror. And I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Like the, the bristles are like hitting me in the face. I think I forgot to even like roll up a window. You're fucking shit up. I'm fucking shit up. And it was horrible because my day already sucked. Right. Were you laughing about it? Not at the time. Like in the moment, I was pure adrenaline panicking because I had a man that was screaming at me and I didn't know where he came from. And I didn't realize I was doing something wrong at the time. So anyways, make a long story short, I could have walked away from that and been like, my day's ruined. It's been a horrible day. I'm life can't get any worse. Or I could say, that's some funny shit. Who rolls up to a car wash and just fucking drives through? No. That's a perfect opportunity to find the humor in a day that sucked. Yes. Yes. And when I tell that story, like my heart is light. Yeah. Like I'm smiling at you right now because that's just some funny ass shit. Yeah. It's unreal. Tell me a story that you could have viewed super dark and heavy, but you were able to find the humor in it. Oh, man. I mean, there's so many. It's my whole life. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's just my whole like, that's just my existence. That's literally how I think I get by. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I do think like, you know, oh, okay. Like how many times have I almost died in traffic because I was doing some stupid shit? You know, and I'm like, oh, you know, when you talk to somebody, they're like, I almost died today because I swerved into the road. It's like, 
I just am like, yeah, I almost died today. It's funny as fuck. Like I was on my phone texting and I was turning on the music and I wasn't paying attention and I, you know, I could have just been gone, but uh, I'm not. So I don't understand your example at all. So your example is you're driving every day and you might die? No, it's like in moments where my life could be over, whether it's my fault or not, but in moments where my life could be over, instead of freaking out about it, I just laugh about it. I'm tracking. You're tracking? I'm following. You were here? Yeah, I thought you were speaking Mandarin, but we're back to English. I wish I could. We're back to English, I can speak Hebrew. No, you can't. I can. I need Rotzele Cholakshav. What'd you say? I want to eat right now. Uh, yeah, I always want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us about the second kind. All right, I want to speak some Hebrew. Yeah? Ani ohevet otach. Oh, she loves me. I love her. Todaraba. Bevakasha. Hey. All right, second type of humor that actively supports our mental health. Affilitative humor. Affilitative. Affilitative. Humor that is universally funny. And it's the jokes that we have with other people. And it's the jokes that we, it's the interpersonal jokes that we have with others. When we're teasing each other, when we're laughing with one another, when other people are laughing at our jokes, that's affilitative. So that's like what we were talking about in the beginning, how you and I, right, at like a dinner party, we'll be joking about shit that we can't say on the air. And uh, it's really funny. But if we released it, right, I don't think it would be universally funny. I think a lot of people would find it funny, but we would have a lot of trolls that are like up our ass. No, I don't want that. No trolls in my ass. So this affiliative humor is the stuff that makes the world go round. It's me sending you a ridiculous meme on Instagram. Oh, like the Puerto Rican. (laughs) Of a Puerto Rican. It's the bantering with friends, right? It's the volley. It's the back and forth. It's the ping pong. If we can do those two things, affiliative humor and self-enhancing humor, that's going to impact your mental health and it's going to make it better. You know what? I'm so glad that we chose to talk about this for our first episode because I think this is part of the reason, affiliative humor is the reason, part of the reason why we decided to do this. Both of those things are why we decided to do this podcast. It's the reason why we want to blend humor and mental health because it's possible to heal that way. So what we're inviting everyone to do after leaving this episode, I want you to all start to concentrate on the lighter and more humorous aspects of your life. When you go through hard shit, I want you to pause and ask yourself, can I find the humor in this situation? Can I giggle? Can I smile at what happened? Can I tell a friend and maybe present it in a more funny way? Or let my friend make fun of me. Or let my friend make fun of me or let my friend tease me about it a little bit. Yeah. Just a little tease. Just a little tease, tease. Just the tip. Find the funny shit in the bad stuff that happens to you. Don't be a bitch. Laugh the pain away. Don't be a bitch and laugh the pain away. Get that tattooed on yourself. On your left ass cheek. (laughs) And make sure the right cheek has a bald eagle. Yeah. Because America, baby. I love America. Best country in the world. We love you all so very much. Big love and we'll catch you next time. See ya.